and we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect, because I didn't bother changing the thing on the dock for us all, and truth be told, I'll be half-arsed if I'm going to go ahead and try to come up with something right now. Which loosely translates to, I'm really sick and tired of having to tell people, why don't you just show me your data? Thank you very much. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host, I'm known as Shujin Tribble. Online, you can probably much find me everywhere under that name, S-A-G-U-J-I-N, right over there. Let me go ahead and introduce you to the crew while I try to figure out where everybody's name is supposed to be, because it's going to be one of those nights right about now. Top left-hand corner of the bingo card, where uh, I I've already made the joke about um, the uh, magical, mystical, meteorological personality over there. <laughs> <laughs> Did he... Good evening, Dallin. Hello, good evening. Yes, um... In, no, in defense of that, at least it shows that, you know, they got a sense of humor. It's true. And he was rocking you know, that wig, I'm he, just saying. He was. Yeah, and, you know, it's also that people can, you know, we can get away with that kind of stuff up here because making people laugh is still a good thing. Yes, let's also add to the fact that, um, well, like I said, um, Ben... Ben, ben, why, why is there an N followed by two Fs? Shouldn't there, okay. be, a, a, shouldn't there be like a vowel in there somewhere? Uh, possibly, but um, actually Robin Williams solved that one a while ago. Uh, a bunch of people were in the area and one of them, uh, they went skiing and one of them wiped out in a snowbank and the sounding mate was BAMF! So he says, hey, let's call it that. That's great. And here I thought it was because it was Nightcrawler's hometowns, but you know, what the hell do I know? <sighs> I know, I know. Puck me. I know, I know. That's an Alpha Flight joke. Congratulations, people. You're my people. You get you, uh, down to the right just a little bit, uh, Midwest and U.S., where it's now white, isn't it, Bridget? Is it white? Uh, it's not white yet, but it tried to be really hard on Halloween. Uh, that's good. It barely missed us. Barely. Fair enough. Good on you for that one. If I still lived in Indianapolis, it would have gotten me. So there. <laughs> well, where where it's finally hit over here, where it's starting to get white now. Uh, screw you too. Yeah. So great. Moving right along, off to the right, uh, out in uh, out in uh, Ohio way. Joey, hi. Good to have you, man. Yeah. Uh, pretty damn cold here too. So. <laughs> Yeah, somehow that doesn't totally surprise me. But it's good to have you. And uh, outside of, oh my god, things are heating up uh, massively <laughs> this particular week uh, on Renowned Tech. Good to have you, man. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks for having me. No worries. No worries. It's, it's all good. So, uh, yeah, like I, uh, like I said, it's, it's one of those weeks where, uh, yet again, I have not been having a good week for the last couple of months. So, um, I really don't want to be talking about the regular news cycle because we've got enough of that going on. Thank you very much. Uh, so if, if you really want to be dealing with the local news cycle, um, 
<laughs> sorry, it's it's not happening with us tonight. We've got we've got stuff of our own. And uh, personally speaking, I really don't want to be dealing with all that crap. So, yay, go us. But we've got our pieces to talk about. As far as to uh, as far as to those folks that are paying attention live right now, of course, as always, thank you very much. Please take advantage of the live chat over on that side of the screen for you, because I remember that everything's backwards for me compared to you guys, so I have to point to my left in order for it to go to the right on the screen. Shut up. It's, it, it just worked <laughs> off fine. Uh, Felis is there. Stephanie is there. Um, you guys back and forth, so yay! Uh, is it Fahrenheit? Is it cold? Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of getting chilly. Um, it's not Fahrenheit, it's Freedom Units. It is. And, um, you know, I I mentioned that to some some folks down in the states uh, earlier this week. Uh, I was talking, and, and of course we talked about the weather. And I said, "Yeah," I said. A friend of mine from Indiana started referring to Faraday as Freedom Units, and she damn near fell out of her chair. She was laughing so hard. She says, "I'm," she says, "I'm taking that." I'm like, "Go ahead." <laughs> if our government tries to make that official. <sighs> Bob, <laughs> I, I will say this, Tech. If the government tries to make it official, look closer and see what kind of legislation or law they're trying to pass through at the same time. Mm. Because I now, of course, I have no I, I can't back this with any evidence because I really haven't done any research. But uh, to, to borrow one from you, Shujin, mm -hmm. I have a hunch. Oh, that, that's that's. I feel very proud yeah. of myself now. Yeah, it's supposed to be a haunch. No, no, no. That's that. That's another story entirely, and we're not it's in an, Second Life. It's another YouTube uh, channel entirely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ask me about um, that sometime, folk. I'll be more than happy to explain later. Later. Yeah, uh, but, but I have a hunch. And again, I, I know we have things. Okay. Anyways, so there's a lot of things that have made the news that have just been. Just a lot of, you know, I would I would put it into WTF news if I was doing political stuff on my show. Can't imagine why. Well, again, I'm I'm not going for rage bait here. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to give people a good time. Yeah. Innuendo, possibly implied. Anyways, but my thought is, if you were to look at all of the bombastic things that have happened, that the media has swarmed over like crows over a corpse. What's going on at the same time in Congress? What laws are being passed? What legislations are being tabled to make it? It just makes me wonder if a lot of this is just some kind of smokescreen distraction smokescreen. Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, and I'm actually miming this, even though I'm not on camera, you know, it's like, look at the shiny, look at the shiny stab, you know? Yeah. Look over here. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Politics of distraction. Okay, doesn't. Uh, I don't have a. I, I don't have a. I don't have a jingle. It's okay. It's the. Um, you get the idea. Yeah, it's it's basically they're 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 trying to they they've they know how to play the media. So they they fire off something to completely troll the hell out of them. They all run to that, and then that gives them a free avenue to just do this without anything. And then, you know, everybody settles back and goes, uh, what just happened? Yep. Oh, you see, well, well, you were chasing a badly formed tweet. 
yeah, they just employ they just um, uh, deployed that uh, tax cut that they were looking for, or they they did this, or they did that. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, God, if Joseph was here, he'd probably talk about you know being critical, but he yeah. may still. Yeah, but the next time you see something that just makes you go, uh, look deeper, is all I can say. Speaking of deeper, uh, just because it's it's that time of the season now, now that we're into November, it's fair enough. We can go ahead and uh, take a look. And according to, uh, according to Google's weather page, currently it is minus six Celsius in Yellowknife. Which means uh, I get to dry out yet again. For those of you that can't do the conversion into freedom units, negative Celsius is burr. (laughs) Yes. For those of you that want to go ahead and give me any kind of crap about that, I get news for you. Ain't wrong. So that would translate into what? About 25 degrees? Uh, Roughly. Let me double check that. Negative 6, 21 Fahrenheit. Yes. 21. That was close. I was yep. just guessing. But but it's a wet 21 degrees because it's a 84% humidity, so you don't notice as mm. much. Yeah, yesterday it was uh it was down into the uh, almost I think it I think it was in the like minus two Celsius with ninety-three percent humidity. And all mm. I could say was those people that have got their cars outside and not properly lubricated in their locks, yeah, I feel bad for them. Mm. Oh, it's it, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure I'm preaching to the, a couple of choirs here, but uh, y'all ever heard of a block heater? Yes. Yes. I ask, have one. Ask us if they're normal over here in Buffalo. No. Yeah, uh, that's we, the thing. We've needed them a few times here because it's gotten to like minus 28 freedom units. Yeah, I, I mean, I've had, uh, I was just over at AutoZone today, and they have not just block heaters, but specifically diesel block heaters, uh, gasoline mm-hmm. block heaters. They even have battery heaters. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. The the, the block heaters uh, are typically standard equipment up here. Well, I mean, it's up there. Yeah, w- which is absolutely hilarious because you see some some tourists show up around here. And, they, you know, especially if it's in the winter, and of course they'll, you know, they'll walk up to a guy's car and let's see, it's got a plug hanging out of the hood. And they're just like, what's that? <laughs> and yeah, so so do we do the, the remarkably un-Canadian thing and, and mess with them? Oh, hell yes. Of course. <laughs> of course, we've, we've got electric cars and we've got, uh, we've yep. got a way of, of uh, charging up from that. Yeah, we, we've had electric cars since the 70s. Technically. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I... Uh, I found out Ford apparently made a all electric Ranger back in the ni- uh back in like 1998 1999. Well, um you guys you've seen the movie Demolition Man, right? Yep. Uh apparently those the the cop cars Oh, Bell. Yeah, the cop cars were actually a prototype electric car that uh General Motors was actually going to try to re- release onto the market mm-hmm. after the movie came out. Hmm. Um, couldn't find but, enough AAA batteries. Yeah. <laughs> now, funny Politics. you should. Funny you should mention that because I know I meant I had pointed out to you guys uh, before the show started about the Elf, mm-hmm. which for those of you who are watching and don't know what the hell I'm talking about, there's a company called Organic Transit. 
They make uh, pedal-powered and <clears throat> electric motor-assisted, basically, bicycle cars. And they have one model that is referred to as the uh, the tactical model, and it's a police variant. I'll make sure that their main webpage is linked so folks can take a look at that, because it looks actually really cool. Okay, so... Since seeing as how we've uh, we've gone ahead and gone a little beyond above and beyond, as far as to what is my drink of choice tonight? Milk. Milk. No, it's not a grasshopper. It's just milk. Two percent milk. No, there's nothing special. There's nothing funny about it, except for the fact that um, I've got cookies and milk. I managed to acquire. <laughs> Maple cream Oreos. Yes, I did because Target had them in the half price snack section, and I said, "Give me two of those." <laughs> and the little one went, "What are you looking?" Okay, it was it was it, it's. I've never had these before. I never saw them on the shelves in uh, in uh, St. Cats. So, I figured, why the hell not? I go for the red velvet. Yeah, let me know. I smell sugar. I just yeah, smell all kinds of sugar. That is why precisely what they are. Well, it's Oreos, so, you know. It's... Come on. I like the pumpkin spice Oreos. Those are so good. Die heretic. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Bite me. The, 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 the problem with pumpkin spice anything is that it's just the spice you would use in pumpkin. It has I no know. pumpkin flavor. I know. And if I want pumpkin spice coffee, I also want pumpkin flavor to it. Yeah, there's that. Okay, so um, the folks that want to kind of join with me, here you go. Dink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? Oh yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a small problem. I'm gonna be going into diabetic shock later because <laughs> um, I've got two, I've got two, uh, two bags of this, and uh, I got an extra hour to make up tonight. So, but are they good, or is it like I can see why these were in the half off? No, 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 no you misunderstand. This was in the Halloween half off. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. This is this is this is, this is okay. Oh, the the November first section. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you see the 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 peppermint uh, Christmas ones will be coming out soon, probably. Yeah. They've mm. already got all the Christmas stuff. Okay. Yeah. I will. I will go ahead and I will say. I, as much as I don't want there to be Christmas stuff out on the shelves now, I can understand that at this point. There's Christmas stuff out because, let's face it, it's creeping over from Canada because you guys already had Thanksgiving, so uh-huh. technically November 1st is kind of what you guys should have for um, the equivalent of Black Friday, really. Sort of. You know, the funny thing is, we actually started doing Black Fridays here. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't. Just no, nobody's won on the death pool yet. <laughs> That's good. That's fine. I can live with that. 
so to speak. So anyway. how was the cookie shoot, Jim? Uh cookie's good. Cookie's good. I can I can I can eat more of those. Okay. I can eat more of those. And I probably will. Although, uh, truth be told, uh, this is HCTV. This is not ASMR. So I probably won't eat any more on microphone. On air. Unless there is a call for it. Um, and come to think of it, by the way. Come to think of it, by the way. Just just as a heads up, one of these, one of these uh, sessions, when we get Joseph back on again, I want to do a, uh, I want to do a recording of us that we can send off to the guys over at Scathing Atheist because they're in need of new, uh, intros. And I mean, what better way to you know, promote ourselves than to go ahead and do a, a thing for us. You know what? Given the absolute disaster that we had last time, uh, okay, I look, I let, no, I listened to that thing and I just kind of went, this is not helping. <laughs> it'll be it'll be it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine anyway let me get us uh, actually started because <laughs> wow we're behind schedule so uh, thank you those of you that made it to this point so let me go ahead and uh, get everything rolling so with five minutes on the clock your five minute freestyle starts right now objection which is, uh, you know, the the way that it usually starts with uh, the Phoenix Wright games. And, or, you know, at some point or other. I've had uh, I've had a lot of people that I've had to talk with and, and, and commiserate with and try to explain things with on social media because, you know, that's kind of what I do. I, I try not to be a dick about it, though, and that's that's important. It's really, really important, but it's unfortunately a really fine line between being forthright, being complete in explanations as to where the mental processes are and the logic that's being followed down through it, and being viewed as a pedantic asshole. And I don't say that lightly because I'm, I'm really, I'm really sick and tired of this. It's one of those things that's really, honest and truly, really getting under my skin. And I, uh, truth be told, I, I really don't understand it. The fact that people go ahead and want to be, I don't know, offended that somebody actually is trying to be reasonable and they've got a problem with that, I don't, I really don't follow that. As somebody else would say, I don't grok that, man. It doesn't it, it doesn't jibe. It does not compute. Why is it that when we try to be the voices of reason and understanding that we're basically told to shut the hell up, that we're poindexters, that we're in our white super educated castles, that we're being pedantic assholes. I mean, I've I've been I've been called a whole bunch of different names by people who, truth be told, um, have apparently a hard time understanding the concept of the apostrophe. Which, for those of you that are listening and can't really see it at this point, there you go. Try to remember what that <laughs> one is. It goes the other way too. Now, I have a real problem trying to understand why these people have the 
weird orange colored glasses that they've got. Now, for some of you who understand what I'm doing at this point, I greatly appreciate you taking a moment to actually have a good laugh. Now, that's all done. I've tried to explain to some of these people, look, you have to actually question yourself and you have to be honest about it with yourself. Is the process being levied the way that it would be levied if it was somebody that you disagreed with versus somebody that you agree with? Is the process fair? And I had to try to really explain to somebody. It's the same thing as what's supposed to happen with a referee or an umpire or any official in a game. I'm not saying politics is a game, but the system can be gamed. The question is, is the rule being levied the same way, no matter who it is? And you have to be honest about it. And if you're not, I'm going to call your ass out on it. And I've had to do that a couple of times with some people who absolutely positively will not listen to reason whatsoever about it. But I keep I keep hammering it and I keep pointing it out. and I keep saying, look, this is what's happening and this is what the law is supposed to be doing. And this is how the law is supposed to be levied out. And that's what's happening. One domino piece after another falling onto the next one. Blam. And if you happen to be caught underneath one of those domino pieces and you get crushed, (coughs) I'm sorry. But you have to, you have to look from back the side of these domino pieces. And if you can agree, this domino piece is the way that it's supposed to be, and this one is hitting this, and this one is the way it's supposed to be, and that's hitting this one, which is the way that it's supposed to be. Anybody that gets flattened on the downside of it all gets flattened because that's the way it's supposed to be. That's what objectivity is all about. That's what it means to look at what's going on and simply understand if you don't like the process sorry it's been put in place for a reason this is episode where is the damn thing there it is at the top of my thing there it is episode 284 pet projects now the funny part of this is I really really wish that um Joseph was here right now. He's not. I don't know where he is. I'm hoping that he's, you know, just asleep, waking up. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to see how that plays out. Because I know full well, well, uh, I want you to know. Part of the reason why I did this is because I knew full well that he would be more than happy to go ahead and talk about, well, you know, people should be doing blah because blah. And, I mean, let's face it. We've all got our particular heels that we would be willing to die on. It's why we've got those. 
is the whole reason for this whole thing. Not the individual pieces, but the why of it all. Although I'm sure it's going to end up coming into the whole damn thing. I did not really go looking for news about uh, Rafe Badawi this week. I'm sorry. I, it got away from me. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. However, as of the recording of tonight's show, since we don't have any word that he was released, because Lord knows we'd hear about that one, it has now been as the recording of tonight's show. Seven years, four months, 20 days since Reef Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still hoping. We are still waiting. We are still paying attention. With that out of the equation, like I said, We've all got our, our particular pet projects that uh, that we believe in. And I'm going to start off by saying that my particular pet project is I keep harping on quality, primary, and secondary education. That it has been shelved, it has not been given the due course that it deserves, and it deserves far and away more than what has been happening over the last, I'll say it, 30 years, where there are school districts that are using books that are still, in some cases, 15, 20 years out of date. Now, for the record, math books, okay, you can kind of get away with some of that. Um... History books, that's a lot more problematic. And when you start to get into the sciences, well, I'm sorry. There's really no good excuse for that, other than the fact that maybe primary doesn't need it nearly as much as high school does. But in any case, it's your school district. You should have something. Bridget, there's I'll throw it over to you. There's got to be one item that has been your go-to rah-rah item. And I'm, I'm sticking it over to you so that I get an opportunity to read the live chat because I'm, I'm a little behind on that right now. Hmm. I'm trying to think what would be... Uh, I, I well, guess mine would be rep- reproductive rights for women since they're being taken away. That's a good one. Which, by the way... Um, uh, did I see that one of the southern states who was trying to get this crappy um, anti-abortion legislation pushed through got told uh, <laughs> no? Did I see that? Uh, yeah, you saw that. But did you also happen to see the story about the Planned Parenthood in Missouri where they were keeping track of women's menstrual cycles? To try to, you know, see if people had gotten botched abortions or what have you. And there's only one clinic in the whole state anyway, so they're just trying to shut down. Okay, nope, that's what I didn't hear. Yeah, HIPAA is a thing. And <laughs> that, to me, seems like it would be a huge HIPAA violation. Yes. <laughs> and and given, given what HIPAA, because I'm involved with that as well at, uh, at my job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The penalties are severe. That's a very good way to put. By the way, uh, Bridget, when when you get a couple of seconds, could you see if you can track down that news item so I can put it into the show notes? And I'd like to read yeah. it myself later too. So just when we get all that, I thought that you were going to lay down on the whole, you know, fuck Pence. But I mean, 
Well, yeah, that's sense? another part yeah, of it. Well, but he, this is something like he would. This is something he would do. That's true. Know? That's true. That's there, true. there was that whole period for Pence thing when, you know, they were talking about, you know, uh, burials for fetuses and stuff like that, uh. and he was so concerned about, you know, women having abortions and and stuff. So, people were calling him from here when he was still governor and saying, Hey, I just started a period. I thought you might want to know that everything's okay. I'm not pregnant. Bridget, could you, uh, could you, could you um, keep a, a watch on the camera next time? And the next time that I'm taking a sip of my drink, I don't care what it is. Could you <laughs> possibly refrain from using the expression periods for pence. Because as it is, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, okay, I've got this list. Don't make me start a whole brand new one for this show. I've got one already. I don't need a second one. Oh, boy. Well, at least I didn't pull out the, you know, the Lord Damp Nuts thing again. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 That, that one's worthy of that list. No. To be honest. No, it's not. No, it's not. And and mm. honestly and truly, there are only a handful of people that are going to understand this. Uh, don't 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 say the word plot anymore. I'm just I'm just going to warn you right now. I don't. I really don't need that. And again, there's only a handful of people that I get in that one. That's fine. Uh, Dallin, how about you? Um, what 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 item is it that's your your pet uh, that you want to just keep grinding down on? I think the biggest one for me is. Well, and again, coming as an outsider, uh, there's not much I could do, but. Wait a minute. What do you mean an outsider? Well, no, like when I say an outsider, like, I mean, a, a lot of the focus is on U.S., you know, no, the, no, the no, U.S. No, system. It's not, it's, no, I mean, just yeah. just in general. I don't, I don't mean okay. about us. We got our dumpster fire enough as it is. We know. We know. That's not yeah. The, that's not the... Okay. So, so my big one is get organized religion out of government on both sides of the fence. And when I say both sides, I mean even up here. I got like, you. I, like a Catholic school system, fine. Publicly funded, no. Uh, church wants to be a five hundred one c three, fine. Church who is a five hundred one c three says vote for Bush, you'll be uh, excommunicated. No. That's my big. That's my big one. There is just get yet religious influence out of the political spectrum. 50, 60 years ago, that might've worked because the majority of the population of North America was Christian. That's changed. So if you're going to, if, if you're going to have a, a law because God told you to, well, every Muslim, every, uh, you know, everybody else is going to be like, um, wait a minute, that's antithetical to what we believe or what I believe. Yep. So get rid of all of that and make laws based on how does this benefit my community? How does this benefit my population? You know, so. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So that's, that's my big one. Yeah. Joe, how about you? I mean, other than, of course, you know, people should be swapping We're, around the dashboards on their trucks. Yeah, well, 
Are we talking like personal pro- pet projects or greater scheme pet projects? I don't really much care, man. We got we got an hour and a half to kill. You you pick it. I don't care. <laughs> well, I suppose. I suppose I would have to go with the one that everybody. Uh, I mean, the fact that I get harped on it is nothing new. It's been that way ever since I bought my first car. But uh. You know, with recent events, especially in the last year, then having to deal with it more and more. My biggest pet project, I suppose, is simply self-sustainability when it comes to an automobile. Now... You you've probably seen out on the road people that have like the old fifties uh, sixties roadsters that have the hobby plates and whatnot. There's a reason why they're still able to drive those around, and this is part of my gripe with the way, especially here in America, the automotive industry is run. Because back then. Motor vehicles were built to last. You yeah. bought a car, it was not beyond the realm of possibility that you might be passing it down to your grandkids. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. I still remember where uh, it was... Okay, maybe not necessarily common, but it was not terribly unusual to hear people talking about their car in the realm of a moonshot. Mm-hmm. And really, I suppose I, my soapbox is twofold for this one. One, the way the automotive industry has treated uh, the consumer for the last, say, 50 years. And the way, the way, um, The big soapbox that a lot of people are on these days are emissions, fuel economy, stuff like that. How we've completely ignored the avenues for improving those things. On the one hand, nowadays you buy a car. How long does it last you? A few years? Ten years? If If you have a vehicle that's more than ten years old... These days, it's probably falling apart. Why is that? Because somewhere back in the 60s or 70s, auto manufacturers made the decision to stop building lasting quality. Because if you buy a car that's going to last you a lifetime, how are they going to sell you a new car? The engineered obsolescence. Not just that. The No, if I remember right, I think that's that's actually... We do the, the same thing with great, cell phones. Great thing, great example, are something that anybody can understand, the frame of the car. We're not even talking about mechanical stuff like that. We're just talking structural. The frame of the car. Without a frame, you don't have a car. 
frames from back in, like I said, the 50s, the 60s, you're looking at durable, all-steel construction, high-quality steel. Granted, they were expensive to build. But as far as maintenance goes, as far as survivability went, have you ever seen what happens to a Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Continental when it gets in a wreck? You should see the other guys. Of course, of course not, because it dro- it drove the hell away after the wreck. Yeah. <laughs> now, thankfully, with pickup trucks, that trend took a little longer. For example, I had a 93 Ford uh, F-150. Had somebody run a stop sign down in Georgia shortly before I left the Army. And... They ran the stop sign, pulled into my lane, and there was no room for me to stop a vehicle that was moving at 45 miles an hour. I hit them probably doing 25 with about, you know, a good 30-foot skid mark behind me. With that truck, the impact bent my bumper in such a way that the uh, the corner of the bumper was pressed against one of the tires. The other individual was driving a much newer Ford Taurus <coughs> sedan. Um, short and concise of it, I was able to unbolt my bumper and drive away, not, you know, drive away immediately. I'm not going to hit and run. But uh, I was able to drive away from the event. Their Taurus full-size sedan became a subcompact. Yep. The, the only piece about that one, though, that I want to I wanna point out, though, is... Mm-hmm. The passengers in the cabin, I assume, were otherwise. Oh yeah, I mean, perfectly safe, perfectly fine. And when all is said and done, that's really the name of the game: protect the cabin at the cost of everything else. Because when all is said and done, car is still a tool, no matter how you. And yeah, thankfully. no longer considered part of the frame, what we call the roll cage, the cabin, the cabin structure. Yes. Is still very high quality for most vehicles. Not looking at you, China. Yeah. Um, but quality otherwise has really gone downhill. Yeah. As an aside by the, I'm sorry. Oh, but go ahead. Go, as go as ahead. an aside, by the way, uh, Stephanie had put uh, just a little while ago, if you have a vehicle that's more than 10 years old, it's probably of Japanese manufacture. And we've kind of talked about that before uh, at, at some point or other, but that's a whole other, yep. other piece. Uh, for the uh, for the record, because I did put it up there, I am still rocking, and, and, and I say still in, in scare quotes, the Honda CRV. Now, admittedly, I had a 98 CRV when the little one was born, bought it uh, secondhand, manual transmission. 
I miss having a manual transmission, but I got this one new <laughs> in May of was May of 2013, regardless, and it had a sticker of about eh, about 30 miles to the gallon. I am still to this day getting 30 miles to the gallon and higher on flat roadways when I go up to let's say you know Toronto. Yes, even with the 401. Yes, I'm still getting 30 miles to the gallon, even with the stop, stop and go traffic and three, four kilometer backups on the, on the, on the QEW. Don't, don't give me shit. Those of you that don't know about the, the backups on the QEW of like four kilometers. Yes, that's called Tuesday. Okay. And that's just, that's just congestion. But I, the other, I, I get where you're going. Yeah. And the other side of the coin that I was pointing out earlier, just to keep everything concise is, the American mindset of the automobile. We got to have that big engine. We got to have those big wheels. We got to have that huge trunk and all this other stuff. Now I had mentioned earlier things like the elf, which is produced by a company called organic transit. Why can't we build something like that with, you know, a proper engine to not to say that, you know, electric's not a, great thing we're still working on the electric though electric does have its limitations with the current technology yeah um the whole reason why the lightweight uh very fuel efficient car never caught on was because of that american mindset because the biggest thing holding it back are safety requirements from the department of transportation if we had, if everybody had made that gradual progress to lighter vehicles, be no problem. But that's not what happened. Instead, our cars got heavier. Our cars got bigger. And now it's at a situation where, yeah, you can try to produce and sell a super lightweight, super fuel-efficient vehicle, which would meet any American's needs. But the DOT is never going to approve it because... The road is still congested with massive hulking SUVs and such. And the moment you get hit by one of those, poof. Mm-hmm. That's that's my two cents. That's fair enough on that. And tech, I got to imagine there's got to be at least one that's just been for you for, you know, the vast majority of the show's run at this point. Um, mine is mostly outside the show. Uh, politics uh, relating to legislation and uh, laws or uh, equality between men and women with regards to uh, child support, child custody, um, uh, just because of the experiences that I've had in a state as well as a county that tries to make the claim of, hey, you know, we're more considerate of the father as a, you know, parent. I was like, well, first off, fathers are parents, jerk. Um, but you still have this mentality in the general populace here in the United States that when they see a man out with his son or daughter, a father with his son or daughter or other 
I was like, oh, that's so cute. Daddy's giving mommy a day off. Daddy's babysitting. And I've, I've, I've actually had that said to me. I was like, and, and this was after the custody battle. So I was already bitter as f- you get the idea. And some lady, I don't know, probably 50, 60 years old. So a little bit younger than the boomers, but close to it. Um, said to me that, uh, oh, that's so cute. You're babysitting today, giving mommy a day off. And I said, no, this is my son. I'm his father. I'm his parent. I'm not babysitting him. You sexist bitch. And she just was completely flabbergasted. My son pointed out that I said the B word. Um, but I don't really talk about it much, but it, it, bothered the hell out of me. It's like, I'm not a babysitter. I'm a father. For... Yeah, I'm trying really hard here not to drop F-bombs. <laughs> no, I, I um, and it's common. This is really common. In the circles and community online communities that I, I, I communicate with, that uh, I participate in, and the ones that I just silently watch and read without communicating in, um, I, I, it's it's nonstop. It, it really is. And the way court systems treat fathers as walking ATMs is absolutely horrendous, especially when you look at how many women, compared to men, are guilty of killing their kids, if not killing, outright uh causing uh, harm to their children. And I hear the, the arguments all the time. Oh, well, that lady was mentally disturbed. It's like, well, anybody who dis- hurts their kid is mentally disturbed. I don't care uh, what you are. Well, you know, uh, she had a lot going on and the father wasn't helping much. Well, how can the father help much if the woman got a restraining order against the guy by making what appeared, what, what turned out to be later false accusations and the father couldn't be around to help in the first place? You know, it's crap like that, and and it's it's epidemic, it's endemic, or whatever the whole word is. And it's not as and, new as you might think. And no, no, it's not new. This is ongoing. This is old. This is going on for a long time. Yeah. And, My uh, go ahead. And when we do see progress, when we do see courts going, oh, you know, look, there there's nothing wrong with either parent. So let's divvy up the time 50-50. And suddenly, it's making the news. It's like, hey, um, look at this poor woman. She has to give up you know, more time with her child so that the father can have time. I was like, uh, yeah, that's called co-parenting. It's a thing. But then the press is making it out to be like, it's a horrible thing. It's like, what's wrong with you people? This is not a horrible thing. This is exactly how it's supposed to be working, you jackass. Yeah, and then, because it's um, the press. I, I know, I know it's the press, and they're not helping shit. <laughs> it, you know, and uh, people yell at me, and they're like, oh, well, you know, you're you're one of those incels. You're, you're an MRA. You're a men's rights activist. It's like, actually, I'm an egalitarian, you stupid prick. I'm for equal uh, equality of women and men when it comes to custody. If the woman is fully, if the mother is, is, you know, without issue and the father is without issue, split the time. 
It's simple as that. It really is. It's not that hard a thing to do. If if it's long distance, then you have to work out something else. But if it's close neighborhood, you know, like you know, the mother and father live like 10 blocks apart. Dude, there is no reason that that child should not have 50-50 at that. You know, that child should be going 50-50. I'm, I understand school year and stuff, but there's still ways to compensate for that crap. You know, and it 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 drives me absolutely up the wall. When uh, I hear other guys who are parents going, well, you know, women are biologically more. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, let me stop you right there. We ain't getting into that because that's a false. That is a falsehood. Women are the ones who can give birth to children. Yes, they can breastfeed children. Yes, um, they can. They have they nurture, but so do men. And we're not cavemen anymore. We don't have to go out and hunt and go beat our chests and ward off others. Okay? There are men who stay home. They're home fathers. They're house fathers, not housewives, house fathers. And the wife goes out and has the career. There's nothing wrong with any of them. And yet, we still have people who just don't get it that when you have a child... The child needs their parents. The child has a right to their parents. And not giving that child access to their parents, that is a tragedy that we ourselves are doing to that child. Every judge who goes, well, I think the, the child belongs with the mother because I'm a sexist pr- or um, I think the father's a walking ATM. That judge should be removed. That judge should never, ever have another custody case. They might be good in criminal cases. They might be good in civil suits. But when it comes to children, they should have absolutely nothing to do with children because they don't care. They really don't. They think, they may think they do. They may pretend that they do. They may just be saying the thing that they feel is what needs to be said but they don't care they really don't care about that child it's just another case it's just another name on a docket that if they get it out the door soon enough they make money overall hell it might be a bad day at the golf course that made him make that decision and what I do know is that uh, you know there, there are things going on behind the scenes that shouldn't like the the judge who decided my son's case, he played golf with the appeals judges. So if I were to go appeal, mm, uh, there's a track record for that judge. Guess what? Appeals against them didn't uh, tend to happen. Yeah, uh, there's something wrong. The whole system's flawed. And it's being fought little by little. You've got like Fathers for Justice and a bunch of other stuff, out, a bunch of other groups out there and such. But that's that's my pet, you know. That that's. I, I got you. It sucks. I got you very much. Um, okay, uh, a something on the aside for uh, a couple of seconds, and folks, please forgive me. This is one of those technical things. Uh, Dallin, uh, I I just need to check with you because of uh, the audio for later, and I'm I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't. This isn't something that I was able to notice for uh, for earlier. 
yeah. because because the the difference in um the volume that Tex got at the moment because of his setup, um, yeah. would it be better for me to try to navigate his his audio up a little bit and then pull everybody down, or should I just let it ride and let the automatic leveling stuff work with it later? Actually, he sounds pretty good. And I uh, nowadays, since we switched to Discord for our uh, our medium, um, yeah, but everybody, it's it's is what's coming out on my side. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is that when I grab the audio from YouTube, everybody's down. So I run it through a levelator to bring everything up, like to, to normalize everything out. Okay, so basically, so, yeah, I, I think you'll be fine. Let it, I should just let it ride, is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it be. Sorry about that. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry guys. <laughs> Technical stuff is not a problem, man. I mean, yeah. this is in, in a lot of ways, a lot of this tech is still, uh, oddly enough, still yeah. kind of new, these little, little pieces. Anyway, um, Felix had said, by the way, uh, but so often that child is used as a weapon. Um, yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Abs- we, I lost count of the amount of times that, um, my ex threatened to withhold uh, me talking to my son, um, trying to tell me that I wouldn't get to see him if I didn't bend down to her will, things like that. And I lost count of the amount of times my attorney during that period had to keep sending threats to her attorney of, hey, look, if your client doesn't start towing the line according to the order, we're getting an emergency petition. And we're taking, dragging your butt back to court. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Um, you know what? Hold it, hold it, hold it right there. Hold it right there because it's I, hard. Yeah, because um, what I what I wanted to do with this whole thing was to kind of go through and give us all basically an opportunity to to say, all right, what's our what's our individual pet pet item that we just we we will hold on to and we will die on that goddamn hill um but the big thing about it was the why of it all and i think that kind of working working with yours first because it because it's right now really super fresh and what just came up i think this is one of the reasons why um oh, pardon me i wanted to stop you right here because this is exactly where i wanted us to end up with as far as to what we end up talking about what Felix had said that uh child is used as a weapon. Stephanie also chimed in, poor kid, I've met the result of that, and it can destroy them. This, I think, is one of the reasons, especially on this niche part, that uh, and and forgive me if I'm putting words into your mouth on this one, that I think one of the reasons why you fight so hard or or this is this is your thing that is frontmost for you is exactly that. Regardless of what happens with the relationship between the parents, the kid needs to come first, and you have everybody fighting and squabbling over this whole thing and being absolute dicks to each other, and putting the kid into the middle of that crossfire, you're screwing with the kid, and that ain't cool. I'm pretty sure that's really what it comes down to for you on this. It it is, and that's the part of the... When the child sees that, look, there's this level of sexism and it pl- puts this person in this place and it puts this person in this place. My son's actually 
partially scared to go back to court. When he's old enough to speak up for himself, he's afraid that if he goes back to court and speaks up for himself, the judge is going to say, well, you know, I heard everything you had to say, but I still think you should be living with your mom because, well, moms are perfect angels and it never goes wrong. Therefore, you're going to live with your mom more. He's afraid that that's going to happen. And because I talked to him about this. And sadly, from what I've understood, and admittedly, I don't have complete, you know, access to all the court records and whatnot. From what I've understood, that's a real possibility and a real legitimate concern. And it's 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 truly a legitimate concern because every time he has spoken out against his mother, the system, each level of the system that he tried to use, failed him. In the worst way possible. And she made him, she put, as, as the saying goes, she put the fear of God into him. Okay. So. Uh, it, it, yeah. It, without so, getting into details. No. And, and, and we, we don't want to be dealing with those. Yeah. So but this for, is also not uncommon. It's not uncommon in the, in the cir- online circles that I communicate with, with to hear about how um, a young father is crying and weeping because his daughter told him how much she hates him for how mean he is to his mother. And he hasn't been able to reach her for weeks because the mother's withholding phone calls. And then the mother's telling the child that father's withholding money. And that's why you can't have that nice... Uh, toy over there, and it's the father's fault this, the father's fault that, and the father's fault this. And and granted, you know, it, it it's it's the kid. The kid is getting traumatized. Kids are kids. My son's age are winding up with PTSD. They have anxiety issues. They have depression. It, it, it's horrible. In in situations where the child is in a co-parenting environment, but the two parents are not properly co-parenting. It only takes one of the two not properly. It could be the guy, it could be the woman. It doesn't matter which. It just takes one to not properly co-parent. Like, for example, example of a proper co-parenting between, relationship between two parents who are separated with one child or any number of child. If there's a problem with money, they don't discuss it in front of the child. They have a civil conversation outside the hearing range of the child about the issue. Okay? If it only takes a court to resolve the issue, it takes the court, but the child is removed from that discussion. Where it's a bad example, or a good example of bad co-parenting, is when one of the two parents starts getting on child support payments while the child is in the room. And then threatening to go, well, you know, I'm not going to let you see this child anymore if you don't start making the payments or anything like that. And uh, in the videos that I was forced to watch again to take the test of co-parenting again by my state and county, um, guess who the deadbeat parent was every time? The dad. Yeah. Now, they did make a little bit of progress. They did use one example of yelling that sh- uh, uh, abusive 
um, behavior between uh, two parents where one party was being the adult and the other party was being uh, abusive in front of the child and they shouldn't be and they made it the mother but that's one out of like I don't know like 20 videos that I watched they almost always had the guy that, the bad guy almost always it was horrible I was like I know I'm a good parent <laughs> and I'm sitting here watching this going wow uh, way to make me feel like crap because this is actually working so let's face it there is a there is an endemic stereotypical model that's being used that is outdated and is incorrectly slanted. And, and what happens when you call it out? Oh, um, I'm misogynistic pig. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'm a cis white male, uh, it, my opinion matters even less. But, yep. but, but that happens when people don't want to listen to the facts and pay attention yeah. to the numbers. Yeah. This, the, no. The, 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 no, no, you're absolutely correct. When somebody hears something that they disagree with and that thing that they disagree with, whether it's factually accurate or, or not, they don't want to hear it. They, they really, really don't. I have somebody at work, case in point, with Trump. They're all pissed off that Trump's attorneys weren't in behind-the-closed-door sessions. And it's like, um, you do realize that there are more interested parties in the government investigating Trump than there were when it came to Clinton or even Nixon, don't you? And I laid it out. And I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. And I said, it does matter because first off, the law only the law gives Trump's attorneys a right once it reaches the Senate floor. If the if the attorneys are behind the closed door sessions while it's still in the House, that's only a courtesy. It's not a right. The right exists when it reaches the Senate level. And they're like, well, that's not true. And I said, it is true. It's in the law. Look, you, here, let's pull it up. And see, there it is, black and white. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't agree with that. And I was like, okay, well, you, you don't have to agree with that, but it is the law. Well, I don't like it. And I was like, I understand your feelings. However, this is the law. Well, that's not fair to Trump. And I was like, uh, excuse me, it, it, that's every president. Well, if they let it through for Clinton, it was like, Clinton was being investigated for receiving sexual favors and there was no he received sexual favors and another country took over another country for it this is this is national security level stuff this is investigating other politicians by using foreign governments this is not he had some russian lady named natasha under the desk okay this is not the same level yeah, let me, well, let me, I agree to disagree. It was like, oh, you, you jerk. All right, let me let me let me pause on this one a second because uh, you've now kind of uh, inadvertently you kind of spilled over into where um, I end up taking over on this point. Uh, so <laughs> j- just to make sure that I've got this right because there, there, there's a reason why I'm kind of fitting this all together. Overall, your pet project, uh, as far as this whole thing is concerned is really for the well-being of 
the child, the new life that's coming up that we're supposed to be stewards of for their, to prevent them from becoming damaged through the experience. That, that is the truth. Okay. Because okay. the no, healthier, no, no, no. the no, no. mental well-being, the better a citizen and better decisions they make. Okay, good. Hold Overall. on to that a second. Okay, hold on to that a second. Where you now started to bleed over where I'm saying to mine is where I had been saying that better quality primary and secondary education is really important because that's the area where you start to understand how to learn, how to put things together. And in junior high school, high school, you should be learning how to understand what is opinion, what is fact, how to understand how those two pieces work together, and how to... And how to behave. The schools well, do teach us in some way, shape, or form how to behave with others. Well, And if we don't see the adults at the very early ages behaving like civilized adults, how do we expect the children to behave that way? They're, okay. When they get older. Okay. Fair so enough. it does. That's the custody and school. How my son was behaving in school, his grades and everything was definitely being affected by the different time frames in custody. Okay. And if it's affecting my son, it's affecting other children too. Okay, fair enough. What yeah. what I'm trying to get at for this piece is that for me, my avenue on this whole damn thing is and um I'm going to end up pulling this over to Joe and in a second for confirmation and then um, and then Bridget I'm coming over to you is I don't want to live in a country of stupid people and I'm going to add on to that because they make stupid decisions based on stupid reasoning that isn't that sound about right Joe sounds about right to me okay so Bridget to that angle, don't want stupid people making making stupid decisions based on stupid reasoning that isn't reasoning. The piece that uh, that piece that works for you, for um, women's bodily autonomy. <clears throat> I mean that fits into where you are right there with that piece. Um. Because the people who are making these decisions are making them on completely false, unreasonable rationales, and I use that in scare quotes for damn to good reason. Because of some of it I don't think is based on bad rationale. I mean I think it's misguided, I think it's flawed, but I think a big problem in society is patriarchy and some women are the worst misogynists that I know of, but I think it's because they still want their place in the pecking order and, you know, they'll play, you know, second fiddle to keep their privilege. It's fair enough. So what would you say is probably the overriding piece as far as to why you find this to be as important as it is? For me, like I was saying, for me is uh, okay. For tech, it's protecting the kids and allowing them to grow up because kids should be kids, 
and learn in a comfortable way. My point is that kids should learn. They should have quality learning. So what is it about the bodily autonomy thing that you think is worth being a pissant to everybody for? Because I don't think that the government should be making decisions for women. I think that women should be able to make their own decisions. And I'm sick and tired of men thinking that they are still... um, What am I trying to say? That men still treat women as property in in a lot of circles. And a lot of that is religious-based. Because... Yeah, women are supposed to be subordinate. They're supposed to obey men. They were created for men, blah, blah, blah. Now, I think people are going to start to see where this puzzle is all coming together from Dallin adding on to this puzzle because it dovetails onto what was just said for your piece. It does, because if you can get the religion out of government... And okay, look, I've, I've been listening to a lot of stuff recently and it seems every time one of these shows comes on the issue of abortion comes up or Planned Parenthood, you know, call it learning about your enemy, if you will. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry to bother you on this one, but for those of you that didn't see it, there was a guy that dressed up in a pink outfit with the double P inlaid onto the top lapel on their outfit. They had a bow strung over their shoulder and they were going out as planned parent hood instead of Robin hood. And I, I thought that was absolutely adorable. That's funny. Cause Um, Halloween, man. I'm sorry. I I, 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 lynched in the Bible belt. (laughs) One other thing I'd like to throw in there as far as like the whole religion and patriarchy and bodily autonomy and all that is if women have no say-so over their reproductive rights, they're a lot easier to control. See, I go even farther than the concept of patriarchy. I think it's a twofold problem. One, it's sexism, number one. And number two, it's old people. And I don't mean all, all old people. I mean the old people who are part of the elite groups out there, what you want you know, the the one percent, the two percent, the three percent, four or five, those groups, the politicians and so on and so forth. Um, because I meet old people like my father who go, Why should I have tell a woman that she needs to pay taxes on a tampon when, or a maxi pad when she needs that? It's a necessity. Not, not, not a commodity, but yet then I'll see somebody like who's in the ranks of Mike Pence who will jump in and go, oh, we need to tax that stuff. They don't really need that. That's, that's non-essential items. It's like, uh, first off, dude, you're not a doctor. You make no call for that crap. That's one piece about it. Uh, the other that I was going to yeah. hit you with, by the way, was, um, I believe the expression that you're looking for is, and and I'm quoting from uh, Three Dog Night. Was it Three Dog? No, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Sorry, I'm I'm quoting from Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Them that's got. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the group. And now I'm trying to remember yeah. which song that was. It was um, God Bless the Child. Good song, by the way. Really good song. Which I now have to add that to the list of stuff that I have to find for myself. That's great. That's just great. More work for me. Yay. Don't worry. He'll track down the song. I will. And I'll remember about that. Okay, so... Back to it. Down. The only reason the only reason I use that in in place of the word patriarchy is because I have met so many people who have misunderstood the concept of patriarchy instead of it being what it's it is in true reference being those the those angry old men who hate women and all, and controlling women and all that crap. Um, the ones who should have that label, they treat it as every man, and it's like oh. Please, I'm on your side for crying out loud, lady. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't work. Okay. Now, Bridget, the the whole um, the whole patriarchy thing, and I I, I just want to get get a, a couple more moments in here with you on this one because I I want to make sure that we really hammer this home. I know we've probably got it, but I mean, the piece that you were talking about, where women have been seen and treated over the centuries this isn't a new thing in in subtle and not so subtle ways as effectively chattel it, unless you're a viking in which case you get the fuck out of the way of Brumilda. Um it's something that had been in really ingrained into a lot of cultures and mm-hmm. it's still something that them that's got apparently want to simply claw onto and hold onto. And it pains me to see people who are in the, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to use this expression, the wasp culture who just want to continue being part of the whole yes man thing. Like what the hell is, what the hell even is her name uh, on, on, um, this is, not, not Pat Robertson's group. I forget what... You know what? All you goddamn um, Christian oh, TV shows... Oh, I know shows. the stupid groups like, you know, uh, Concerned Women for America and all that bullshit. Yeah, the better talking is just like, yes, I, yes, it's right. I, oh, um... Yeah, I, I, I can't uh, I want to say Tammy Faye Baker. Uh, well, she's she's dead. She, she of the... Uh, ungodly eyelashes yes but she's dead and you know no that's 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 as far as i'll say about it whoever whoever it is it's on one of those damned shows but anyway but you know it's like why can't we why can't we put the fear of flame into them. I mean, how much aqua could they possibly be using? Why can't we get a, why can't we infiltrate the place with a Zippo and just light them all up? I mean, that's, that's, I know that's wrong, but I mean, it's, it's for good cause. Why, why would these people, why would these women just allow themselves to continue to, uh, be part of that whole sure we'll we'll go ahead and we'll just be your cute you little yes can eye candy it, it, i mean like it's all they know it's all they know hey 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 hey, hey. Yeah, bridget's it's got bridget. it oh, bridget she knows yeah. she was part of that 
She was part of it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> One million dollars. When, you know, when you're taught, you know, from, I don't know, toddlerhood on, that you're less than, uh, you believe it. You accept it <laughs> you know, as, as truth, and that's all there is to it. Jeez, uh, almost sounds like it still continues to dovetail off of that whole education thing. And by the way, Stephanie said, my favorite is One Million Mums, which amounts to three idiots. Uh, actually, if I remember right, they've got about yeah. uh, 12,000 people in their group, I maybe. I mean, how much you want to say they're in the group is debatable, but... Yeah, the One Million Mums boycotting. Anything. <laughs> Threatening to boycott, uh, what was it, uh, Lucifer, the television oh. series? Dude. That it, made me want to watch it more, and it, I ended it, up loving it. Uh, you know, uh, let me see. Uh, I think at one point they said that they were going to boycott uh, Target, I think Toys R Us, um, coffee shops, uh, any place that didn't want to kowtow to their, their benevolent Christianity, because, I mean, them... Uh, as far as that, as far as I'm concerned, they could just wank off and just be done with it. So the the point I was kind of getting to with this is again, education. You know, you have poor education drilling into these kids. Mm-hmm. Bridget, you like I said, you you grew up through that. You you've seen the differences between what is and is not good as far as education is concerned, and what mm-hmm. it does and does not do to people. Yep. Okay, so now continuing continuing that dovetail over for Dallin, and and <laughs> beca- because I mean seriously, I knew going into this whole damn thing that there was going to be a dovetail on top of a dovetail on top of a dovetail on top of veneer. I have nothing more to drink. So anybody that was doing the whole uh, uh, <laughs> antiques roadshow thing, veneer, congratulations, drink. I, I don't. Know. Wasn't just you us. know, um, what Bridget's saying, that goes along a lot of what Bridget has said in the past, as well as what Joseph has said in the past, you know, our wonderful Frenchman who's not here right now, and that um, where he, his version of it is comfort. If somebody is in a comfort zone and they're not pushed to change, they tend not to change. And so, like Bridget was saying how... You're, if, if you're told you're worthless all your life, and as long as you maintain uh, thinking that, then um, you know they leave you alone. Where if you fight against it, then they try to beat you down again. So if you don't fight, you're comfortable. But if you fight, then it becomes un. And a lot of people don't want to be in that uncomfortable position. Because that uncomfortable position might also be life-threatening. Yep, we've talked about that on Mm -hmm. too damn many occasions. Okay, so... Bad at um, taking care of the kids goes into the education for the kids. Bad education of the kids brings up walking automatons into the church pews. The church pews... Into government. That's where you come in now. Uh And why that's important. Because in all of the arguments I've heard by pro-lifers, 
I haven't heard one yet that doesn't, that can't, or that doesn't bring up God. So that tells me that, you know, they, they say, well, it's a moral thing. Well, is it, is it moral or are you just, again, trying to tell me that our morals are based on Christian values, which obviously they're not. Because if, if they were solely based on Christian values, we'd still be dealing with slavery. And I mean, real slavery, not what they're talking about these days. You know, we'd be dealing with so much stuff that, you know, we take for granted these days. You know, or that, or that we've never had to deal with because we have such a nice life these days. So, yeah, get religion out of government because one religion should not be making decisions that affect the entire population, especially when not that entire population believes in that God. If you want that kind of stuff, you know what? Uh, Saudi Arabia is not that far away. I can even simplify it more than that. No, make it really, 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 really simple. If your religion advocates manslaughter, genocide, murder of any type. It does not belong in government. End of story. Have a nice day. Sayonara. Problem. Oh, guess what? I, I think that kind of nixes everybody except for the... What's, what's in India? The Danes? The Jains? Jains. Are the ones... The Jains. Don't even yeah, want to step uh, on I, an ant. Yeah, I, I, I think that kind of uh, narrows it down a bit. Yeah, but... I wonder how the everybody else would like but and i'm gonna push this one up the chain just a little bit bad education says that that's quote unquote sorry change that lowercase god because it could be any one of them is the creator of all and to paraphrase from some very no longer accepted member of the stand-up comedian groups God brought you into this world. God can take you out of this world. It's entirely his purview, and that's entirely his choice. Um, and if that's what you're taught from the very beginnings, that's what you believe is absolutely true, Bridget. You know, yes, no? Yeah. And then, Dallin, if that's how people are brought up to believe, and they are the ones that believe it and then get themselves into government to push that along, good, bad for society... Bad. bad. Extremely bad. Monumentally bad. See, I told you. Dovetail. Dovetail. Last dovetail. And I know it took a little while to get over to you, Joe. But there is a piece about what you were talking about that uh, I I went ahead and I put it into, uh, into the Discord chat because I think it kind of sums up a portion of what you were talking about, which was that you were saying how, you know, there's there's all this this mad mad love for all things hot rod and, and more power and and Joe went bye bye. Well, balls. You ever have one of those nights where it just Oh, look at that. <laughs> I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Hey, it Joe, has been... it's, it's, I'll give you a hint. <coughs> not the red button. I don't Don't care. press the red button. I don't care about that. <sighs> I don't I don't I don't care about Okay, so for the record, I do believe that this is actually the first time that we have had on this particular show the did you push the button? You shouldn't be pushing that damn button moment. Caboose, why did you push the button? I love the button. I want to push the button. Didi, get out of my laboratory. No, you push the button. I push the button. No, you push the button. I push the button. I push the button. Okay, so, Joe, uh, how how, how much? You were were saying. (laughs) The big red science button. (laughs) Oh, God. One of these days I'm going to get Captain Disillusioned on here. We're just going to have fun talking about it. Okay, so the, the... where everybody else has gone to so far, there has been a theme that has worked through us all. For tech, protect the kids, make them happy, give them a good environment to live in. Mine, protect the kids, teach them well. You know, I'm not going to sing the damn song. Uh, uh, show Don't. them, show them how to be a, a, a protect a, a protected protective and productive personality for the world at large and society nearby. Otherwise, Bridget found out, if you are taught improperly, you start to become an automaton that will believe any other line that's been given to you because that's all you've been taught. Dallin went ahead and said, if you're one of those automatons, and you get into government, you're just going to try to build more automatons at the detriment of society and where I'm going with you. The piece that you had that I very, very strongly felt out of the whole damn thing was we, for whatever reason, have this thing where we want the big, heavy, you know, the this muscle cars. It's got to be big. It's got to be loud. It's got to be strong. It's got to be the biggest goddamn thing out there. To the detriment of the future of folks, because we don't want to get rid of an ideological position because it's shiny, it makes us have that big gold testosterone boner. Well, yeah, I mean, there are two ways you can look at what I said. One is, we want it. We want the best, we want the biggest, we want the uh, brightest, we want the most powerful, and we want it now! Okay, I think I finally found out where on my meter is the actual top level at this point. That is right <laughs> yeah. at that yellow point right there. That's yeah. that's a that's a good the minus ten point right there. Thank you. So, so that's that's one half of it. The other half being what I was trying to get to with uh, another thing that I didn't quite get to when I was talking about it earlier is everybody's telling me to get rid of my truck. It's a ninety four Ford Ranger. There's a reason why I got my truck. I can work on my truck. I can literally take that manual transmission off, take it apart, and if there's a busted part, take that part out, order a new one, slap and, it in. And I'll agree with Joe on this. When put it I together. A, he's absolutely right. I had a 78 Monte Carlo that whenever something went wrong, it was a breeze to fix and it didn't cost a lot. I have a nine-year-old Hyundai Sonata right and uh, parts of the electrical system and the integrated computer system for the stereo and such, they're going. And just, it is a pain to fix that crap. Just because it's easier, 
I, I don't have to worry. You, you know, it's this mindset of, I don't have to worry about it. I'll let somebody else deal with it. It's somebody else's problem. I, I don't have to deal with it. That bleeds over because just because it's easier doesn't mean it's better. No, no, no. I didn't mean easier well, no, no, no. to I'm, fix my 78 over my I'm, no, 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 no. Sonata. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, for example, I drive a stick shift. Is a stick shift kind of a pain in the ass now and then? Yeah. Especially on a hill. Stop and go traffic. That's really the only time where it's a... And on a hill, you're right. On, on a significant on hill. hill yeah. this, I have a... I have an automatic transmission. I don't have to worry about that. My automatic transmission just uh, died. Well, time for a new car. Yeah. Not only that, um, I hear people who have said, because I've driven both stick and automatic. I've heard people say, well, in an automatic, if I'm on a hill, I'm stopped and I start to accelerate, I won't roll backwards. It's like, hey, asshole, uh, guess what? You're wrong because I've been on hills and my car's an automatic and it still rolls backwards if you don't get your foot off the brake and onto the pedal fast enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. I can't believe I'm going to have to stew this to you. Not all transmissions are created equal. Mm. They're Brother, are correct. Ain't Not that correct. the truth? Okay, minus 10 dB. That's where you max out at. And cut that the fuck out, because you're really killing me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bullshit, you're not. But, no, it, it, the, however, the, the point is well taken, that people will have these ideas that they think are the truth, and... So well, much, and that's kind of where I'm going with Joe at this point. Look, look at your modern car. Well, you got uh, it's kind of got dark. It. It's 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 dark right now. Excuses. Um, six, six, 60 feet dark vision. Roll perception. Well, looking at my modern car, when I looked up the uh, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, tech. Hey Google, roll a d twenty. You rolled 20. Motherfucking 20. (laughs) Not not only can you see your car in the dark, you can read your license plate clearly. You can see the interior. You can see the uh, little dust mite crawling across the the headrest. Oh, my fuck. I, I cannot tell you that I have ever rolled a natural 20 ever. And here it is. My goddamn phone has just done it for me. Wow. Um, and it's on internet history for me. It is on internet <laughs> golf, golf clap. For those, for those of you who, you know, weren't positive that you were dealing with a <laughs> co- complete bunch of nerds. I have to timestamp this and send this over to Cheska. She's going to actually flip. We have our very first natural 20 on our very first roll <laughs> okay you know what that's it we're done folks thanks for showing up the show's done we're, we're done it's, it's completely wrapped up we can't <laughs> but you know my back to what i was talking about what the look, hell were you talking about even you look at your modern car you've got all these things automatic transmission automatic shifting you know Automatic fuel control, all automatic throttle control, all these other things, they make it easier. Just because it's easier doesn't mean it's better. 
Um, for, for the record, by the way, uh, I can see the license plate, AVG 1197. So, yeah, it works. So... Anyway, um, point being, what what do we mainly use today? Electronic fuel injection. And there's a good goddamn reason for it, to be fair. To be fair, but here's the thing. You can achieve most of the same thing. You could achieve the same fuel efficiency with a carburetor at the cost, granted, of performance. But that goes back to my we got to have it bigger and better and faster, and we have to have it now. Now, if I remember right, and, and please forgive me on this, wasn't one of the big reasons for using fuel injection because of the Japanese uh, World War II aircraft who could fly inverted and not, um, I don't know, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, stall? And the Americans really couldn't? Well, that and, uh, yeah, with carbureted engines, you have issues when you get to like uh, higher altitudes and whatnot. Colorado and weird. Uh, so I have another problem. My seventy-eight Monte Carlo had a four-barrel carburetor, which means when you stepped it down on the gas pedal, you got to watch the gas gauge needle go from full to empty in a, just a couple uh, minutes. You go, Wee! But case in point, you're never going to reach aircraft altitude and g-forces in a car unless you're really really stupid well that's what the spoiler on the back's for to keep the car grounded so that way you don't fly and okay okay that that's an entirely different animal but but think about it with a fuel injection system what do you have to worry about you have to worry about well the injectors themselves the the whole uh in uh, intake manifold and all that stuff but also Every little bit of sensor, every little bit of electronics. The timing on everything is absolutely critical. I suppose the best example I can give of the diehard do-it-yourself mechanic was a gentleman that I met up in uh, Michigan a few years ago. He was driving a old uh, BMW diesel, straight six, 1960-something. Ooh. It would beat up. The uh, the bench seat was a quilt thrown over. <laughs> well, that's that's. I mean, it, it's it's, it's self torn up. But here's the thing: those are all cosmetic things. Those can be fixed. You know, all uh, you got to do is just head out to West Quag. You can you can go out to the little baby Naga hide uh, plants out there. I mean, just go out, club your own little baby Naga, and and strip it and and put it over the top. The I thing, mean, the thing that caught me was. He had pretty much all of his stuff for his engine to run was controlled via a vacuum system. Oh, my God. I forgot about all those. Completely analog. Yeah. I remember the first car that I had, my parents had bought for me, was their friend's 77 Ford Granada. And I never, I never understood why there was a vacuum, vacuum hose that came off one time and, and needed to be replaced. And mm-hmm. I, I never understood what any of that shit was for. Granted, this is really only something you can do with a diesel, because for those of you who don't know, diesels don't use spark plugs. They use compression to ignite their fuel. True. So 
that's one thing you don't have to worry about with a diesel engine. Granted, diesels, I mean, diesels can be very fuel efficient depending on how you build them. But nowadays, we only use diesels for very large engines. Or, again, for civilians who, you know, need it, need it, need a big, need a fast, need it now. Not to mention you can run diesels on, well, just about anything. This guy was running it on French fry oil. But it smelled good. Well, it's, it smelled like the back of McDonald's, but Ooh. It's, the point being is he literally completely disconnected his battery while his car was running. Oh. And that and did laps around the parking lot with no battery power, no electronics whatsoever. OK, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Be- be- before we go past that, though. OK, you can you can get away with doing that um, f- several times. OK, which makes sense, because the battery would be necessary for getting the original crank started after yeah, that those... once the once the once the compressions get to going and you get the ignitions happening and the system is self-sustaining the alternator is the only piece that's delivering power to the rest of the engine and the rest of the car and you don't need because the well, only thing it's feeding into the battery for is to recharge it and why bother you don't need it at that point okay aside from the peripherals such as radio uh Head, headlights, signals, stuff like that. Mm. The only part necessary for the function of the engine that ran on any kind of electricity was a starter motor. Yeah, that's it. Once it's started, you can unpl- you can have your battery completely shut out and still drive home. As far as to how I was thinking about it, though, I mean, I had I had I had the the memory of how it's supposed to work. Correct. Yes. Okay. But the the wow. point is, this is an older vehicle. And while it's more work to maintain, he was able to do so without issue, on the cheap. And you know what? I would rather take, just for you know your standard gasoline carbureted engine, uh, I would rather have a carbureted engine and spend 10 minutes each month cleaning it up and servicing it, just basic routine maintenance, than go a year with electronic fuel injection, only to have it shit out in the dead of winter and be looking at a several hundred, possibly thousand dollar repair bill. Okay. Okay. Um, we, but, 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 but I don't want to think, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to put the effort in. I don't want to have to get dirty. So I'm just going to let somebody else worry about it. And you'll wonder why mechanics charge so much these days. There is a flip side to that one. However, unfortunately, which is yet again, another one of these endemic problems with the society of it all. Yeah, that's which which hold on, which is cars over time and especially till today have been put together in such manifestly psychotic manners that it's simply 
doesn't make sense. Tetris, Tetris makes it's, sense when you it, have to it, go. No, 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 no. Bear with me. It's really simple. I've looked under the hood of my '78 Monte Carlo back when, I, and I've looked under the hood of my current car. And I am not a car guy. I am an IT guy. I understand computers. I understand computers. And when I look under the hood of my new, my newer car versus what I used to look at my older car. I see what happened. We got smaller cars. First, we you know we made the cars smaller so they'd be more fuel efficient. But we had to figure out how to put all the same components in a smaller space under the hood. So they had to rearrange things based on where they could find space in the gaps. And that is why when you look at some of these new cars and you flip up a hood... It's a solid mass of components that you can barely wiggle your hand in to get to the bolt to loosen it, or that you have to take out 15 components to get to one, whereas on an old car made in the 70s or even some of the ones that were made in the 80s, you release one bolt and boom, you've got the part in your Yeah, as an example. I understand the why, and I'm willing for the fuel efficiency, for the economy, and, and for helping to burn less fossil fuels and things like that. I'm willing to pay somebody who knows so much about the car as I know about computers Uh because I'm going to end up fixing that guy's computer anyway or that lady's computer while she fixes or he fixes my car. It works both ways. I've got no problems with that. What I have a problem with is when the car is designed in such a way that after three or four years, like Joe says, it falls apart. Oh, my well, car should not be designed to fall apart. Well, the, hold, hold on, hold on, because that's a different piece entirely. Where where I'm going on this is, you should not have to take off the. Forgive me for wording it this way. You should not have to remove the forward starboard wheel in order to access the battery terminals. You see where and I'm going in a computer, on that. And in a computer that's been designed to be as compact as humanly possible, why should I have to take out 15 different components just to replace the hard drive? Why? Um, because it was assembled to, per, to utilize the maximum amount of space of the tiny little space available. It's the same thing with computers. When we miniaturize our computers to the point of where they fit in the palm of our hands, they have to find ways to put things together. It's the same thing. It's just less moving parts, but it's the same concept. I have the knowledge and experience of how to take apart that mechanic's laptop without damaging those frail, paper-thin cables. And where one of those little cables might cost you 30, 40 bucks. And if you don't have the right welding equipment or uh, soldering equipment, you could burn through it. And now you have to replace it again. Um, I have that knowledge and that experience. That mechanic doesn't. But that mechanic knows that that 15 part procedure to get to that one part on the motherboard or connected to it that I had to go for the laptop. They have to do something similar for the car. And I'm okay. willing to pay for that. I have no problems with that. Okay. Hold, hold, but hold on. they should not be designed to fail after three years. Okay. The, the failure part, again, is a separate animal yet. I don't agree that these two are equitable. Hmm. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to 
I'm going to put it to, hold on, hold on. I'm going to ask Dallin to be the arbiter on this one because I want to lay out where I'm thinking and see where you fall into this because you are a relatively new car owner at this point. Mm-hmm. And and you've dealt with you've dealt with computers. So knowing the insides of computers and how if you're dealing with a computer a larger computer case versus a laptop for trying to service different pieces, we know that there is a there's a difference, especially with laptops. I'm gonna go with that one because those are still although not easily, they are still user serviceable to and, a certain and degree. I would like to add on to that. Right. That the subcompact car could be compared to the cell phone. Okay, not helping. Well, that look, hold, let, let me let me finish. Got it. I'm saying that there is not an equitable comparison here because you can literally service a laptop or a computer case, desktop case, floor case. Pretty much anywhere you can find a flat surface. A car, however, is not something that you can easily service just about anywhere. You would need to take much greater pains to have it jacked up, the wheels chocked, safety concerns for uh, any fluids that might come out, and that is even before you get to trying to navigate through the web of whatever is around and hoping the hell you don't nick the serpentine belt accidentally, which is going to fly off as soon as you try to test drive the thing. After you've gotten and the battery terminals, after taking off the tire, you get where I'm going on this. That's why I'm saying this is not an equitable set. And I would argue that with your analogy there, um, that's only partial because there are people who do lift up their cars in their own driveways with just a couple chocks to get to where they need to get to um, on new cars as well as old cars. So yeah, they can do it in their own driveway. And as far as laptop batteries go, those things, you nick those, those things can go up in flames. Same with cell phone batteries. As far as being able to fix the uh, laptop or cell phone, uh, I would argue you do need to take special care. There are ESD ratings and, and, and certifications that you need to maintain because dust can degrade hair, uh, human hair and other such uh, particles of dirt and debris that gets inside the electronics can cause shorts and degrade um, components over time, can even lead to fires and explosions uh, depending on the battery types. Um, technically, when you take apart a computer, you're supposed to be maintaining ESD uh, ratings and standards. And for those who don't know, ESD is electronic stat- electrostatic discharge. There is a level of electrostatic electricity that the human body can easily carry and give off that can fry a pathway on a motherboard without ever the, the nerve endings in the skin detecting the shock in the first place. So okay. you actually have to perform grounding techniques, and there's specialized equipment for that. Sure, it's cheaper oh. than the stuff that you use on the cars, but you don't have to buy the $100 grounding strap. You can buy the $10 one, just like you don't have to buy the $100 wrench. You can buy the $10 one. Okay. With with admittance that there are a whole bunch of extra pieces, like I said, 
I now I will oh, give you yeah. this. Oh, wait, laptop we've wait. Stop, <laughs> stop. Because we're running out of time, and I want to make sure that we get done over here in a reasonable amount of time. No, we don't have an extra hour. Thank you. Like I said, my position is it is it is not equitable to say that working on a computer is as that working on a computer and working on a car are equitable in the way that we would think that they are easy or difficult because of the way that stuff is laid out. I think it is harder for a car. Tech would say that it's what easier for a computer or I would say it's comparable depending on the type of computer and the profile that we are talking about. Okay. Because I have seen uh, um, laptops and cell phones that if you take it apart wrong, you have just destroyed a thousand, two thousand dollar piece of equipment. Okay, gotcha. So I throw it your way for for somebody who has, like I said, at this point, who's probably going with the whole thing. Shit, I don't know, boss. I don't don't know. Okay. Well, I'll my own experience. It's a pain in the ass no matter which way you go. <laughs> well, there is that. But no, I've I've worked on vehicles. I've got no milk. older vehicles because they're easier to work on. You know, like, like Joey was saying, you you want to get the spark plugs? You know how to get at the spark plugs. I crack open the hood of the car that I have right now. Yeah, my, my first thing is, you know what, this this is beyond my pay grade. Now, a computer, again, back in the day. Uh, you had, you know, your nice big AT cases or your XT cases. If you were looking for the like monoliths, you know, you knew where everything was as, and as long as you could get the, get the cables back in there, you know, the back when, you know, it was ribbon cables and stuff with the old IDE days, you know, everything was fine. Laptops. I remember the first time I saw a laptop open and I kind of went, yeah, this is this is not something that as an IT professional, I want to do until I've been properly trained because that is one daunting thing. I mean, hell, I, I had a laptop where I had to put in, I wanted to put in uh, more memory. I had to take the keyboard off. Thanks, Dell. Anyways. Um, so I think when you're looking at complexity in terms of context, I think there is a a bit of equitable comparison to say that the newer the model, the more difficult it is to simply get under the hood as a backyard mechanic or backyard IT guy to put together. Like you, you go into a computer store these days and you look at the high performance gaming boxes. And nowadays, instead of, trying to fill, you know, trying to fill things in. It's all about airflow because everything's running so damn hot. You know, it's no longer about, um, you know, okay. So we got to put in all of this extra storage. We got to put in this. No, now, now we got to have a liquid cooled system, but we have to have intake fans and exhaust fans precisely done. The cables have to be right up against that one wall so that they're not interfering with the overall airflow because, you know, when I when I go play Fortnite for 36 hours straight, or a Fortnite, uh, if you really want to get crazy, 
Um, I don't need the thing melting on me. Uh, Trippinit said, somewhere I heard replacing a mirror with sensors in it costs like two to three grand to reset the system. Uh, I can, I can understand that. It is annoying because you're no longer, once upon a time ago, it used to be, uh, take off the plastic cover, remove three screws, take the rear view mirror off, put the new one into place, screw, th- put the three screws back in, put the plastic cover on top of it again, and, well, that's it, you're done. Unless you're Italian, in which case you take it off, because what is behind you, it does not matter. And due to my position that I currently work with the military branch that I work with, I can tell you right now that when it comes to replacing a simple part on a government-issued laptop, um, it costs the government, meaning taxpayers of this country, uh, upwards of $400 to do it because of the security software and the security hardware that implementation that they have on these things. Mm-hmm. And if you think about a car, the reason why, well, first off, the reason why these laptops have these security systems put into place is because they can walk off. And if you look at a car, if you have a hammer, your car can walk off. So one of the things that car de- manufacturers, at least the security aspects, try to do is maintain integrity of uh, systems so that they can't be used to hijack the car. But we all see, we've seen time and time again how secure vulnerabilities still pop up. Um, it just happens to be um, more prolific in the computer industry rather than the car industry. But I think that we will see a change where more and more hackers are hacking more and more car electronic systems uh, going forward. It's uh, We've just had a, more chances to do it against people's computers over the internet. But yeah, I mean, reset, resetting a computer security system um, after having a whole bunch of changes and everything else ends up costing the government close to $1,000. So it, depending on what's being done to the computer, I've looked at the price tag of going, oh, look, that's... a price tag oh look that's a 450 dollars price tag oh my god what the hell are we spending fifteen thousand dollars doing that for oh well that's why yep. and there are just certain things i'm not open to discuss because it don't worry okay uh, seeing as how we are rolling the top of the hour uh i want to well my phone only says it's one o'clock so well your your phone is obviously broken um, I want to we rolled back get the hour. shut up. I want to finish us off with, uh, and and Joe, I kind of hearing you uh, with hard oh, there. Sorry. Uh, Bridget, I want to I want to basically pull you in as uh, as almost the very last piece of this thing. So guys, please forgive me. I'm I'm not going to give everybody like a, a an extra piece onto this thing, but I'm going to see if if I can kind of dovetail us all back together on something uh, at the end of it all. We were. We were talking about the complexity between basically tools when all is said and done and how the newer stuff is more complicated and it's more complex. And there are things about it that, yeah, you know, you get used to the new. Yeah, you can kind of you can kind of work with it. Yeah, it might not be the same way that is what you've done it before, because, well, it's not the way they're doing it anymore. But you know, you can, you can still kind of do it. 
Uh, you just have to learn new techniques. I want to finish with you using this same concept where things have happened in the medical community. Things, a lot of things are still the same, but there are a lot of things that have changed over the couple of decades where the techniques are new because there's new functionality or in this particular case in the medical community there's new terminology there's new treatments there's new understanding and it takes a new type of it it takes it takes a new technique to deal with all the new stuff and that is pretty much the way that it keeps working since, well, we figured that putting transfusions of blood from dogs into humans is a bad idea. <laughs> I know, I keep coming back to that one because, God, I, you know, I, I, I feel so bad for those people that went through that. I bet mm-hmm. you they weren't using plastic straws for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a there's a thing about that. I'll I'll explain later. That's that's a, that, there's a thing. No, but 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 seriously, when all is said and done, I mean the 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 whole concept kind of translates over into, you know, the the medical side too, where it's all new techniques, new technology, new understanding, and new pieces are put into place to work with what we didn't really understand before. And yeah, it's still the same human bodies, but we now have better understandings of different pieces of it. <laughs> that we didn't have before and we just have to learn about them. Or I should say those who are technicians of maintaining bodies and mind awareness and, and health and all that stuff. Well, I mean, even best practices change over the years. Um, I remember back in the day when people didn't worry about wearing mask gloves, eye protection, things like that, and had to get used to working you know, with those things on when you, know, you hadn't before. I mean, your tactile sensation is reduced when you're wearing latex gloves, things like that. Uh, um, if I might, if yeah. I remember right, I I remember back in the day when you learned how to do CPR as part of swimming lessons and whatnot. Back in the day, it was mouth to mouth and pinching the nose. Now, mm-hmm. these days, you have got an emergency crash package somewhere that's got something to assist with that breathing part. And, you know, barriers, so you don't have to do mouth-to-mouth and you know, worry about getting, you know, biological fluids on you. And In particular, what could happen while you're trying to give someone mouth-to-mouth? Oh, you could end up getting hepatitis you get aids i mean it just um god i i oh god if 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 anybody's got a problem with um medical squeaky stuff you want to mute yourself for about the next five seconds four three two one now because (laughs) there are those new plastic ones where it will stop if someone accidentally what's the word i'm looking for vomits out their mouth and prevents that from going through to some the the assistance face. Because that does happen. Yeah. Welcome back to all you people. <laughs> and and for those of you that are now, uh, uh, I warned you. Why did you not listen to me? But I mean, you're you're exactly right. 
latex um, or rubber, depending as to who has an allergy to whichever material. Because we don't even think about, we didn't think about that in the day. We didn't realize it. Um, Like I said, the uh, the aspiration proof um, mouth for CPR, the um, the emergency automated um, defibrillator machines. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a matter of that we keep using learning. new equipment for you know like uh, functional MRIs, um, chemotherapy administration has changed. Uh, so is radiation therapy. Gamma knife. Nobody had any inkling of something like this, except as, oh, wasn't wasn't that what got Doctor Banner over in the Marvel Comics thing? To t- no, you, you, you don't. Forty years from now, dude, you don't know what's going to happen. And that's that's really what it comes down to, isn't it? That we end up learning more, and we need to adjust to what that new learning is, and. Sometimes that's physical layouts of all the equipment that we work with. Sometimes it's the the biochemical machine that is us. It's really uh it, it's it's really daunting, I guess, to to all of us. And sometimes it's society as a whole that changes. Yep. And suddenly the way that it was Back in the so-called glory days of a nation, well, it doesn't work like that anymore. And tech, in your piece, the expectations of what once was for the society now comes to bite that society in its ass because it just isn't the reality of what is today. Sounds about right? That's... is. That's eloquent that I can't speak. <laughs> and Joe, the idea of beer, faster, stronger, rawr, completely ob- obscures the fact that it's eventually doing damage, not just to the environment, which we didn't really know societally as well back in the day, although some knew about it, but the unintended the the unanticipated effect i'm i'm thinking i'm trying to remember what the right terminology is for it uh, the the unanticipated crap i can't remember what the terminology is for it but i mean it's it's not it's not just cars no. i use it i use it because it's something i know but it applies to many other different things it's just the the mindsets of I want it bigger and better and faster and stronger and all these other things. I want it now and I want to do very little work to keep it. And I deserve it. Yeah. There is that's that. the other piece. Yeah. Mm. What I what I was kind of going with is that because of okay, that Karen. we over um we overlook the unanticip the unanticipated issue of we, we overlook don't Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you know, we using your term, we overlooked. No, it it it's not that we overlooked it. It's that we didn't understand that where it was putting us was 
to dig into a rut that we now have a hard time getting ourselves out of because in the long run, we need to be out of that rut. We need to move into a, a, a different piece of technology and folks just don't want to. And the long run, the only way to make that have happen is for people to die out in that rut and get the hell out. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there are the un- unforeseen consequences. That's the, thank you. That's the expression I was looking for. Not just environmentally and economically, societally, culturally. Yep. Do we have the technology to make the electric car work? Yes. We might not have it perfect yet, but we have the technology to make it work for what the typical American needs. Really for what anybody needs. environment uh, so socially and culturally we don't want that uh economically we don't want that because let's face it it'd be cheaper to the materials that go into a lightweight electric car far cheaper than what we put into i mean think about it the thing that they like to harp on most is how much the battery would cost do you realize how much a catalytic converter costs for your fuel burning engine? Yeah, we're in, or, in order for it to maintain, you know, EPA standards. Yeah, you realize from, that thing contains platinum, right? Yeah, from from an overhead view of the whole damn thing, though, what I'm kind of getting at is, like I said, we've got a rut that we've been in for a very long time because. It's fun and it's entertaining and it's pleasurable, but we can't stay in that rut because we need to get out of that rut as much as everybody's been yelling about, but people don't want to get out of that rut just yet, even though there are others that are out of the rut because of the whole damn thing. And Bridget, there are those that want to stay in that rut, who are part of that rut, and they don't want to come out because they haven't been told that there is anything other than the rut and well they guess they pump out babies every time they get rutted I guess is probably the best <laughs> way of putting it because they don't know any different yep and Dallin the, pe- the people just they they have been ground into that rut socially and and educationally through through being told this is how things are because we've got we've got the goods um, haven't eaten any more of them and you will believe because you have been told and effectively brainwashed to believe it because we've told you to believe it and that's just gonna keep building more rut ahead I mean that's Again, overview view of the whole damn thing. That's that's yes, no. Am I am I not even close on this? He texted in the channel. Be right back. Oh well, crap. See, I didn't even see that. Normally, I'd get a little warning on the. God damn it! 
you know what? I'm going to answer for him. Yes, I'm exactly right. That's perfect the way that you put it, Chujin. And I should not even go ahead and say a damn thing because you're exactly right for a change. He's going to come back later and he's going to be like, you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hey, so. You sound like the people who say they know what God is thinking. I don't, but I play one on TV. I mean, I've got the whole, the, whatever. Anyway. So he's not here. So, you know, whatever. I, I'm. I'm. I'll, I put it to you guys. Does does it sound like I'm like far off on the way that I'm describing it? Then. I mean, I'm putting it to all of you guys because I mean, anybody got a, a, a problem with the way that I've laid it out there? Not high. <laughs> Nice to hang me out to drink. Yeah, you're right, Joe. It does suck. Yep. <laughs> For those that don't know, um, fr- Friday night shows when 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 Joe says something, he's expecting some kind of re- some kind of response from and dead fucking quiet. Yeah, I I, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So the the overarching for the whole damn thing, as far as I'm concerned. Even though my piece is that better education would solve so much of these ills, I have a hard time thinking that I'm wrong. And I know that I, we all want to be right. None of us wants to be wrong about something because that means that we're wrong about something. And, and I, I get that. I get that. But I have a really hard time looking at so much of this stuff and thinking that having better... Yeah, now see, now it shows up in the bottom of my goddamn... You know... Okay, see, the problem is, Dallin, your your BRB did not show up in the bottom right-hand corner for me of my screen. So I oh. was talking to you and DFQ and... and shoot. Didn't show up for me, and that's the problem because I'm the host. And I didn't see the thing over there, which means I was talking to you, and all of a sudden it's like, uh, you know, shoot, he's not really here. He put a thing on the. Oh well, fuck, great that you know. <laughs> and now I don't even remember what the hell I said. <laughs> um, oh, uh, uh, okay, uh, down the, the the idea of the 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 rut just keeps on going, and those people that have been taught incorrectly poorly and taught that the rut is all that there is they get into positions of authority and power and they just keep building more rut because that's what they think is supposed to be because that's what they've been taught and they don't even know that there is a rut that there is anything other than a rut to be done sound completely far off from where the over over looking idea of the whole damn thing is for your point mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> Close enough. No, I know. I mean, people, un- unless they're shown a better way and the better way is proven, breaking them out of it is, it's a challenge. Okay. So like I was saying, it's hard for me to think that better education isn't the answer. I have a hard time thinking that it's not the answer because education would solve the problem societally up the board. If kids are taught 
well and properly, they can reason themselves out of being caught into a religious cult. If they are not in a religious cult because they knew enough to rationalize completely that it's bullshit, they're not part of that. Then when they go to become positions of authority as they get older, they don't create those problems. They don't create the feedback loop of religiosity in positions of authority. They then are the ones who get to say, you parents, you should know better. Stop being dicks to each other in front of your kid. You know what? You're right. We, we, we know better than that. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. We'll, we'll get this all working. And then people are no longer locked into an ideology about just freaking any and everything. And they will listen to the, well, the numbers say this and we're not doing this. So we need to change what we're doing and go with the numbers because, well, shit, long term, look at what's going to happen if we're not paying attention to what we're doing. It sounds, it sounds good on paper. And, and, and believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm behind it a hundred percent. I think, I think it actually does begin with the kids and with them getting a proper education in terms of understanding the world. Well, no, actually understanding the basics, you're reading, you're writing your arithmetic and appreciation for history to show what has happened and to recognize as they grow what's happening in front of them and how it compares to stuff that has happened in the past. Are we seeing history repeat itself? Are we seeing, you know, or, you know, and, and get engaged, get Saturday morning cartoons are great on Saturday morning, but after that, you know, watch the news, get, get informed, get, get, encourage them to be curious. Yep. Um, just to finish my piece and then I'll, I'll wrap Mm -hmm. it out of here. The problem with the problem with my, my hill is the circular feedback. That's the thing that I will die on this hill for. I want kids to be kids. I want kids to learn. I want them to have an appreciation, to have a desire, to 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 want to to have the hunger to learn, to understand, to grow, to pass on. But the problem is if you can't break the cycle that is the lowest bid wins and it's it's good enough but it's you know it's the least amount that we could get away with and it's just good enough that keeps whittling away at the bottom line and until you actually prop up that cycle you keep grinding down like a drill, like a grinding stone, like a grinding wheel, just 
falling through the tabletop into the ground. There are too many areas. There are too many states. There are too many counties. There are too many school districts where that's the status quo. And in this day and age, that's wrong. That is unconscionable. And they are the areas where this cycle just keeps repeating itself time and again. And like I said, I don't want to be wrong. None of us do. But goddamn, we need to invest in something. Is my position the right one? I don't know, because I'm not a researcher on this. But I grew up in a time when we went to the fucking moon, man. We invested. I have a hard time believing that I'm wrong. I'm willing to hear it. I'm willing to see the numbers. But damn it. When all is said and done, man, the common theme about us all, on all the hills that we would die on for these things, is that we want people to be better. We want the kids to be better. We want them to become better adults. We want people to be better. That's not wrong. The only question is, how the hell do we do it? That's up for all of you to try to figure out. We're just going to point you to the question and just say, (laughs) think about it. So with that, we need to uh, get on out of here. So as always, everybody, thank you very much for participating and being part of all this. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about at this point because this one ended up being... um, This pulled out a lot more out of me um, emotionally than I expected, and I don't like that feeling, and I've told this on many an occasion, so I'm uh, going to try to hold myself together because that's kind of the way it works for me. So uh, let's say goodnight around the board because that's kind of uh, the way things work around over here tech. As always, I'm glad you're able to make it. You take care of yourself. Have a good sleep, because I think you've earned it. <laughs> Thank you. I have to get up in a few hours to have breakfast with my fellow board gamers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to see how well they call. Well, for what it's worth, uh, may may RN Jesus be with you on this one, because... I mean, <laughs> I, I do want to actually say to uh, people out there who like board games that are watching this, if you also like artwork, there was a game that was recently successfully kickstarted that will eventually make its way into the retail world. It's called Parks, and it's based off the artwork that was created by artists inspired by the national parks here in the United States of America. It is a beautiful... You will not regret spending the money when it becomes available and no this is not a sponsorship and i spent money they didn't give it to me for free nothing of that i'm done (laughs) 
Fair enough. I think... I think I found their main web page, so I will see about uh, adding... Oh, my God. I pulled up the web page, and if this is the thing, their, um, their introductory video starts off with a plushy fox as the thumbnail on it. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see about, uh, we'll see about adding that. So folks can take a look at that. That's freaking adorable, actually. Anyway, um, so yeah, you have a, you have a good sleep and, uh, good luck this upcoming week. Cause I'm pretty sure everything's just going to be an entire cluster. So good luck. Wait, so, um, this week, what's going on this week? That's gonna... Oh no, it's it's just the whole legal thing. Is just the 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 Indiana Jones boulder is just rolling now, and and I'm sure it's oh, gonna I, be. Oh, I see. What you're yeah, yeah, with the whole Trump thing and everything. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it entirely, but yeah, you you kind of got the idea. Good luck with it all, <laughs> Joe. As always, thank you very much, and uh, good luck with the maintenance piece. You know full well if there's something that we can do to help you out, you, you, you let us know. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what uh, comes down to it. Am I getting rid of it? No, but uh, definitely a little late in the year for doing a gr- ground-up overhaul, but we'll see what next summer brings, well, next spring brings. Fair enough. Still, good luck. You have yourself a good sleep, huh? Uh, not until much, much later. Or, you know, <laughs> maybe not. It's fine. Good. You got to remember, with my hours, my, my sleep schedule is usually like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's perfectly fine. In that case... Um, and folks wonder why I don't get out more. Because <laughs> um, your truck is all screwed up. Uh, you, later. Later. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it later. I'm going to be hurt later. I know that. Bridget. Yes. You're the only one by that name. So don't be sounding surprised when I call on you finally. So thank you. Good night. You have yourself a good one. And uh, good luck with, uh, good luck with, uh, you guys going to have a show Monday? This upcoming Monday? Uh, No, we're going to have one next Monday. No idea what the topic's going to be yet, right? Uh, not yet. We've been finding out or figuring out what it's going to be like a few hours before the show. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about here, and I'm personally targeted. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. <laughs> um, it's just everything in the news is so heavy right yeah. now, so we've been trying to yeah steer away from that. Again, I completely understand, and that's part of the reason why I just, you know, try to do my thing. But yeah, in, but, in any case, uh, you can find me on Beyond the Trailer Park, uh, not this Monday, but next Monday at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. And you can also find me on Facebook under Bridget Fitch or at my blog, BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Thank you, hon. Dallin, um, Yeah. Thank you as always, and um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna ask a question that's really gonna hurt. Did you guys mm-hmm. get any snow today? You know, I think we did, but it didn't stick around. 
you know, here I was about to just, you know, I, I was I was about to have a, a a proud moment, fist pump moment, and 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 we've got snow on the ground now, so you know. Oh. That's wow. just. That's just. You know what? <laughs> I've got snow before you. This is wrong. Oh, n- now. Oh God! Not go so ahead fast. and say. Go ahead and say uh, it. To be fair, no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. We did get snow a couple of weeks ago, but again, we have the the more permanent stuff has not shown up yet. Anything we get typically goes away, but yeah, we we are definitely in the season where it's about to get really shitty here. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like that a lot for places. There's that. I'm really quickly trying to figure out where is the where is seriously Wikipedia. Why can't you give me the latitude and longitude for friggin'? Oh, there it is. Trying to figure out where Calgary is as compared to Buffalo. You are fifty-one oh three north. I am forty-two. I am more south of you and you you know what fine you know what there is there is no there's no justice in the, you know what thank you for everything that you do and making me feel like shit with the weather right now <laughs> <laughs> jesus glad to help yeah yeah talk talk about a guy who just you know wants to guilt you for everything unbelievable <laughs> anyways yes um and of course i am the curator of the uh, audio version of the show over in podcast format at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Um, I also have my own blog. If uh, you want to check that out, it's over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thanks. You, I, I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's gonna be, oh, and uh, by the way, for the, for the record, this is the little white dongle that goes into my phone and this. I don't know who came up with the name dongle for that, but that sounds so wrong. Oh, it got a few people in trouble not too long ago. I'm really pissed because the dongle that I was so proud that fit into this thing that would go into my phone, which is the one that goes to the wireless keyboard that I had lost and I refound is now gone shooting off my left side and into the floor of the office and I have to try to find it now. And I'm not gonna because it's dark and it's black and I'm a freaking moron. If you'd like to be in contact with us, please take a swing over to the web pages Dell mentioned, holycrapthevlogcast.com. You can go ahead and uh, get all of our contact information there, the phone number. If you'd like to go ahead and leave a voice message and tell me how much of a freaking idiot I am, it's 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-8554. I'm a goddamn idiot. I'm a freaking moron. I'm... A complete and utter wanker. I can't believe I did this to myself. That happens. No, it doesn't. That's yes, it the does. thing that hurt. See, I'm. I'm. A, you know what? <laughs> we need to get out of here because I'm gonna throw a fit after I have another Oreo. I can't have another Oreo because I'm out of milk. God damn. You know what? 
we need to leave. Please remember, next week, our start time is going to be 5.05 UTC. Please be attentive to your time zones because of this whole daylight savings time, because nobody wants the sun to go down at four in the afternoon, but apparently somebody decided that was a good idea, except the folks over there in Arizona where there's seven different areas that do and don't obey daylight savings time. So thank you, Arizona. Whatever. So again, please remember 505 UTC. Please consult your own local times to try to figure it out. We will be back then. What are we going to talk about at that point? Um, as usual, I don't know, because I'm just don't, I really just don't know. We'll figure it out sometime shortly before air. So we'll work it from there. So as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Uh, Trippin, Felis, Stephanie over in the uh, live chat. Really do appreciate it. You guys take care of yourselves. Please be safe on the roads because... I mean, all joking aside, cold snaps are coming through. Please be exceptionally careful on the roads, if not for yourself, but because of everybody else. I know. I know. But human, old man, just be safe. So as always, until next time, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, it has been too, too damn long. I am still in love. Not today, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till, till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.